And now, and now, and now, item, 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 item with Tommy Lee. Item with Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Item. I'm Tommy Lee, and this is the Item Podcast, my random record button for whatever's in my head at any given time. And today, it's a salute to old 39. Jimmy Carter is the Energizer Bunny of former presidents. Item number 140. As I've said many times in the past, Item is a podcast without a format. It can be pretty much anything at any time, and I enjoy how random that allows me to be with it, whether the audience follows along or not. It's basically here to amuse me. It can be a dive on music that I love, it can be a tribute to somebody who's passed on, or memories from my past, or even an interview that was conducted on the radio program I participate in five days a week. And by the way, as long as my city's mayor, Pete Buttigieg, continues to be an interesting figure in national politics, you can bet that I'll be featuring all of our chats with him on Michiana's Morning News on 95.3 MNC, here on Item, as well as on the official Michiana's News Channel podcast that I maintain. Anyway... I do strive to keep politics out of this podcast now because I flogged that horse corpse a lot during the 2016 election, and quite honestly, the subject has literally been beaten out of me. Besides, as a news anchor, I should not be giving my political opinions out anyway, and nobody wants to hear them. There's enough of them floating around. But today's item podcast is about a guy who climbed about as high in politics as you can, but he's more than just a former president. Jimmy Carter, our 39th POTUS, was born on the 1st of October, 1924, just a few months after the birth of our 41st president, George H.W. Bush, who, of course, passed away not too long ago. Now, until today, Friday, March 22nd, or technically sometime during the day yesterday, the 21st, Bush the Elder had had the distinction of having been the longest-lived former president. Well, that changes now. Let's consider what Jimmy Carter has brought to the table during his 94-plus years. Carter was a Navy man, a veteran who graduated from Annapolis the year after World War II ended. He was a devoted family man and a state politician who was interested in civil rights. He had four kids. He had a passion for ecology. He was a deeply faithful man, and he was nominated on the first ballot at the 1976 Democratic National Convention. Carter won the presidency over Gerald Ford. In January of 1977, he took office, which incidentally made him the first president that I have any real memories of since I was six years old at the time. History has looked down on Carter's single term as president, calling him pretty much average at best. Uh, His presidency was fraught with some serious challenges. The United States was still reeling from Nixon's ill-fated second term. Nixon, by the way, a distant relative of his, ironically. Uh, Nixon's second term had begun four years earlier and then ended with his disgraceful exit in the thick of the Watergate scandal, of course. And Nixon's self-appointed VP, Michigan's Gerald Ford, really underwhelmed in the couple of years that he spent in the Oval Office. So it could be argued that there was a taint on the office of president. And as the nation was swinging hard from the left to the right in the 70s, all of a sudden here comes this southern governor, a Democrat, who smiled a lot talked about his faith and his God more than most Dems did, and was best known on the news for being a peanut farmer, as well as the governor of Georgia. Throw in an embarrassing brother who's trying to make money on the family name, and you get a recipe for something pretty weird that only the late 70s could deliver. Then came the energy crisis and the Iran hostage situation and serious problems with unemployment and inflation. 
and a small recession that he had to fight off. And he worked on deregulation and civil service reform and created the Department of Education and put a stent in the Social Security Administration and increased the presence of minorities in government jobs. Carter was a big fan of promoting human rights. He handled the aforementioned energy crisis by crafting a national emergency energy policy and making moves to get oil prices under control. Dude was busy in the four years he did. And Carter brokered the Camp David Agreement in 1978 that helped calm down the tenacious relationship between Egypt and Israel, who really didn't like each other, and pretty much still don't. Carter sat down with the Soviets to hammer out the SALT II nuclear treaty, although it was hit pretty hard when the Russians invaded Afghanistan and had a lot of work yet to come. He also finished opening our relationship with China that had begun under Nixon, and he clarified the U.S. hold on the Panama Canal. Carter did a lot in office. But it wasn't really enough in the eyes of most of America. It can be argued that the Iranian hostage situation and the struggling economy, combined with the charismatic rise of Ronald Reagan, were the perfect poison for his hopes of winning a second term. So in January of 1981, Jimmy Carter watched Ronald Reagan be sworn in as the 40th president. That same day, after a tireless effort on his part to get the hostages out of Iran, they were released. Reagan got the credit for it. So if Carter will be remembered as an unsuccessful president, the same cannot be possibly said of the time that he has spent since he left office. Carter's become a powerful diplomat, an exceptional elder statesman for not just the Democratic Party, but for the nation. In 2002, he was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for what was called decades of untiring effort to find peaceful solutions to international conflicts, which he did in a big way. He also did a lot to promote the general welfare and human rights of people all over the world. And to that end, he and his wife, Rosalind, have been huge supporters of the Habitat for Humanity organization. Not just with words or with a checkbook, no. They have gone all over the world to see the people through their Carter Work Project and swing a hammer and run a table saw side-by-side with like-minded volunteers. And that's not just something that he was doing in the 80s or in the 90s. Last year, the two of them were right here in my current hometown of South Bend, Indiana, doing the actual work in my community. They shook hands, they traded stories, they gave a lot of time to everybody. They even came out to a South Bend Cubs baseball game. Everyone I know who interacted with them, I was not so fortunate to have done so, said that they were very friendly and very personable, and when they had a conversation with you, they talked with you rather than at you, like so many people of star quality always do. And now he's 94 years old and 170 odd days. And after passing the hour of George Bush's death at some point on Thursday, he has become the oldest living former U.S. president. Carter is also the only U.S. president to have celebrated the 40th anniversary of his own inauguration. No other guys lived long enough to be able to do that. He's had the record for the longest retired former president since 2012 when he topped the amount of time that Herbert Hoover, there's a successful guy, managed after he left office. And he also hasn't been shy about being critical of the policies of the presidents who've come after him, no matter which party they belonged to. I respect that a lot, and I respect Carter a lot because of it. Jimmy Carter, at 94, shows no signs of wanting to retire. Hell, he shows no signs of even wanting to slow down at this point. We should all be so lucky when we're, what is it, nonagenarians. A final note, my niece named her firstborn son Carter James, but I don't believe she did so for the president. I think she just liked the name. 
That does not, however, stop me from referring to the little guy as 39 when I see him, which probably bugs the hell out of her, but I don't care. This has been the Item Podcast, written and produced by me, Tommy Lee, and it comes out now and then, whether it needs to or not, at iTunes, Google Play, and a bunch of other places. No matter what you listen to podcasts on, you can probably find it on there. I use CastBox myself, but I'm also toying around with Overcast on my iPad these days, and I really dig it so far. There are a couple of other podcasts that I want to talk about real quick. One of them's mine, and the other one isn't even part of the network that I belong to. So let's hit that one first real quick before the people I work with get mad at me for it. Some of you who listen to the Item Podcast are no doubt aware that I have a classic rock DJ pedigree, and I'm a huge fan of not just old music, but also old stories, old history, and so on. You get a serious dose of that with a nice dark twist from a podcast called Disgraceland. Now, they're not paying for me to endorse them. I'm going to say that right up front. But I have to say that speaking as a music fan who appreciates a well-told story, Disgraceland has become my personal favorite podcast. And it just came back this month to start its third season. And you should be listening to it. Just look for the Zombie Elvis logo wherever fine podcasts are not sold. You should also check out We Drink and We Know Things, which is a new podcast about not just the show Game of Thrones, but the beers inspired by the show. It's hosted by myself, B100's Brad King of the Let Me Ask You a Question podcast, and our friend Zach Miller of Froggy 102.7, who co-hosts the Music to My Beers podcast. The three of us cannot wait for the final season of the show that we love to get started so that we can pick it apart and dissect it while we drink at work and get paid to do so. Nice. Uh, Our season preview episode is already up, and we're very hopeful that you will subscribe. That's it. You can find me on Twitter as TLCJR. I hope that you enjoy what you hear when you're here. Item is part of the Federated Media family of podcasts. Hail to the Chief. This has been Item with Tommy Lee. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media. Thank you.